What is up, everyone? It's Burge. We're on episode 21 of the Personal Trainer Daily. Thank you for listening. Look, if you've not left me a review yet and you're on, you've gone through all episodes 1 to 21 so far, please take a second to leave me a review. I'm needy like that. You know this by now. I'm a needy man. Uh, anyway, without any further ado, today's topic was sent in by Claire Dick and she was interested in how she really gets uh, more content ideas for Instagram because she feels like she's been on a good run of things and her her profile at Beyond the Bar PT, I went and had a good look at. She's very authentic, very real, shows how her increase in confidence and belief and her own journey, I think it's fantastic. Um, but she feels like she's running out of things to say and that's a very normal thing for personal trainers, very, very normal indeed. And I just wanted to give a quick recap really on the thought process behind creating content and what you guys can do to keep that steady stream of content going. I think the first thing to really assess is why that platform exists for you in the first place. If you're an in-person personal trainer, is it there to generate leads? Is it there for you just to, you know, uh, show your world, show what you're doing? Is it is driving leads and sales the number one driver for it? Plenty of people, plenty and plenty and plenty of people use Instagram as a platform to kind of document their life and actually they're not really that fussed by generating that many leads and therefore the capital they are like dealing in is attention. Wow, sounded like Gary Vaynerchuk then. The capital they're dealing in is attention. Therefore, likes, comments, saves, shares, all that stuff is what is most valuable to them. If you're there to try and generate leads for your business, I would argue that profile visits and clicks to website are the things you should be driving towards. And something we found certainly on the Lift the Bar Instagram, since myself and Stuart have really been trying to drive that, is that we don't always see the most clicks to websites and the most profile views on the posts that we get the most likes and comments from. They're not always the same thing. So we actually use that to our advantage. We get posts where we buy, whereby we know the outcome for it is really getting likes and comments and engagement because the more people that engage, hopefully the bigger the audience grows. And therefore, when we do a post whereby engagement isn't the goal, and in fact, getting people to take an action is the goal, hopefully more people do that. So really what I would impress on every trainer listening to this is figure out what your main intent and purpose behind that platform is because that will help you direct content in the right place. Some real things that I think help in-person personal trainers, and I guess this works for online coaches as well, really navigate the Instagram world from a content perspective very, very well and signs you see. Rule number one, use the platform. So when Instagram released something like Reels, which they've done relatively recently, you know that they want you using that service. They will give you more reach, more views if you use the entire platform. So if you had a checklist of services on Instagram that you were using, have you used IGTV? So if you've got videos to do, exercise videos, can you make them two, three, four minutes long, upload them to Instagram TV, and then also share them to your grid? Have you used Reels? And are you using the Reels you create to also share them to the grid? In terms of your Instagram stories, using them as genuine behind-the-scenes looks at what happens inside your service. So showing yourself setting up the area for where your client's going to train, potentially images of the client's training, images of your training. So using the platform. So then if we look at the grid, 
if you're going to put, let's say, uh, recipe videos, let's, let's say you're going to put recipe video on your Instagram grid as a genuine post, are you using a mixture of photos and videos in that post? As an example, what you could do is create a graphic, a single graphic, a square one that says um, how to make my chicken biryani under 300 calories. You swipe across for the video and then you're using effectively a high quality image and a video at the same time. Instagram values that. Then of course there's hashtags and I'm not going to get too much into hashtags because the reality is if you are trying to generate a local business, just hashtag as many geographical locations as you can in and around your area rather than hashtagging fitness and hashtagging nutrition because otherwise you go into the big pool of people who are trying to be influencers. When then it comes to extending your reach, if clients are appearing in your videos, in your stories, tag them. Tag them because then if they share that to their story, your natural audience grows. So hopefully that gives you a little bit of a guide about how you could potentially use the Instagram platform to better advantage. Then if we look at the kind of content you post, if you look at all the things inside a personal trainer's life that you could potentially post about, and in Claire's case, she's been putting up her own journey, her own um, increase in confidence and her own increase in ability. Like, how is that being used with clients? So a good mixture of your own journey, your own vulnerabilities, your own story, why helping people matters to you, the kind of results they're getting, all that kind of stuff adds massive value to your own story as a coach. So how you're training right now, how you're eating right now, uh, what your barriers are right now. And then if you, let's say, do that on a weekly basis, and then a couple of client stories on a weekly basis using the whole platform, then a couple of advice pieces on a weekly basis, let's say uh, nutrition advice and training advice, it gives you loads of different pathways you could go down in terms of creating content. As an argument, let's say we know in Claire's case, the stuff that's most popular on her channel is the stuff about her own journey and her overcoming her own obstacles. Like, what does that look like right now for Claire? Like, that's that's something I think is 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 fascinating to look at. So in Claire's case, some feedback I gave her, it's like, what doubts do you have that you can stay on track this weekend? It's a bank holiday weekend. Is it easy to stay on track now? How are you going to navigate it? Talk about that in your stories. Talk about that because that's immediate content that people can engage with. You are tackling a, an issue that everyone in your audience is going to face this weekend. How do we keep motivation high and results progressing? Or actually, is this a back-off weekend that's in the plan? Talk about how you navigate it. Why does helping people like you matter to you? I'm a big believer in this one. Helping people like you matters to you because I know full well if some of the clients that I work with fell into the arms of of a trainer through hook or crook, a trainer that wasn't interested in them, their goals, didn't realize why training mattered to them, didn't have the technical knowledge or the support knowledge that I have, they would get less results. Their life would be less impacted. It matters hugely to me when I work with someone. It matters hugely. So why does it matter to you? Why does it matter to you of, about helping people? Again, it makes great content. Um, what makes you feel alive? And last one, what makes you nervous about the journey you're on? 
because that brings out vulnerabilities and they're not a bad thing to share it's real it's real life and again if we go all the way back i think a lot of people ruin instagram by being something they're not falsifying information and just being like just generally just assholes but that shouldn't stop you from being you authentically you because that's what people will value in you and if they value it they're going to be interested further down the line in potentially working with you guys thank you very much for listening today i I fully appreciate i'm not an instagram business coach i'm a personal trainer that did good and i like to think that over the course of the last few years social media has been very kind to my business in regards to uh, how it's allowed both my gym business my personal business and lift the bar to grow but if you're somebody that struggles putting your authentic self out there there's a lady called tanya filer i do believe she does great work in helping uh, service professionals find their voice find what works for them online and really enhancing their service it might be worth you connecting with her um so she's i know she's on facebook and instagram but comes very very well recommended so give her a look up otherwise thank you for listening i'll catch you in the next episode episode 22 which i'm about to record in a second but you can't listen to it until tomorrow see you later bye